Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out of pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. You're listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. This is Paul Hawksby. And Charlie Baker. And this is the H&J Daily, which was slightly hijacked the show today by Harry Kane, deciding 15 minutes before we came on to say he was staying at Tottenham. And we reflected that from both Tottenham and City perspectives, didn't we? Yeah, we had some lovely callers on it, didn't yeah, we, Paul? We're going to have them on there. We had uh, Cheeseburger Mike, whatever cheese, he was yeah, called. Cheeseburger Dave or Mike? Well, we'll find out. Or you'll find <laughs> out as you listen back. Um, we also spoke to David Allen, the heavyweight boxer, uh, who has a re- very refreshing take on uh, his opponents <laughs> yeah. when, he, uh, when he sizes them up. And uh, we had a bit of a chat about uh, various things, didn't we? We tried to squeeze in. It was just too busy. Harry Kane took, took our running order and tore it he up. He did. Loads of messages that we never got round to. But anyway, we'll um, hear it all this. Good afternoon, Charlie. Good afternoon, Paul. Had a lovely night of QPR last night. Yeah, you went. You took a yeah, game in, didn't you, last minute? In. It's always a joy sometimes. You just thought, I'm in London, bit of a loose end. Big night of Carabao Cup. Exactly. I just got online. You got online and bought got a ticket a to watch. 15 quid ticket to yeah. sit in Loftus Road, watch it at the Carabao Cup. Yeah. I took my uh, uh, goddaughter, Izzy, who's. Yeah. She's from the right side of the tracks, Paul. Oh, yeah. She's a lot posher than me. Oh, okay. She's from Not Chis- difficult. She's from Chiswick, West London. You oh, know. yeah. You the know, hood. She's, very, she's Cambridge educated, very, very clever. Yeah. Not sure how many. QPR songs, but she's, you know, it's her, it's her local team. Yeah. So I thought, I'll take you along, pint, bit of football. Yeah. She loved it. Did she enjoy oh, it? She was right. Into, I mean, it's a great goal by Rob Dickey. Superb goal. Um, he was an ex-Oxford player, so yeah. they were a bit disappointed about that. But there was one moment in the game when the QPR fans were singing, I can't say the words, yeah. but um, you're, you're fishing sharp. Your fishing shop, your fishing oh, okay, shop, yeah. your fishing shop, that, yeah. oh, okay. that song. And she was going, secretly under her breath, she said she was going, you're trying really hard. Oh, yeah. <laughs> she's a really nice sort of, a bit too woke for it, yeah, though, I okay. think, you know. She's like a, but you, a modern you know, football fan. You've kind of roughened up the edges by taking her for a pint and uh, exactly. Loftus Road. It yeah, was great, fantastic. it was great. Yeah. And QPR looked really good. Yeah. QPR looked really good. Well, look, we've got loads to get you involved in. We would love to hear from you this afternoon. This is uh, breaking news, fairly unexpected. Yes. A tweet from Harry Kane saying... Thanks for your support of the Wolves game. I'll be staying for the rest of the year and I'll, and I'll give it my best. Yeah. Um, he said staying at this season. It's pretty clear he wanted to go, but I think most Spurs fans will feel they're happy that he's still going to be there. Um, certainly if they couldn't get the, the valuation uh, that the chairman had in mind. And not everybody, though. For example, David, the Spurs fan. Guys, he said, I am a Tottenham fan. I'm gutted that Kane is staying. If he had anything mm. about him, he would have handed in a transfer request. I thought it was time to move on from Kane and rebuild a new team with the money. The thing is, Dave, handing in a transfer request wouldn't have made a great deal doesn't of difference, difference because he didn't have a buyout clause. So there was still a valuation to be met and City clearly didn't think he was worth the kind of money 
that Daniel Levy wanted. But when you look at Mbappe with less than a year on his contract, and that's £137 million, and you look at uh, 100 for Grealish, I think the tariff of around 150, 140, 150, where maybe yeah. they would have started to do business, certainly at 150, is fair. It's yeah. not an unfair one. So you're looking at Daniel, Daniel Levy was looking at that and going, well, that's the money that's sloshing around. This is yeah. the new value. And, and, and the, are players worth... All that well, and, and more, isn't it? You know, and it, it's, it's City's, got, he's still got five years on the contract. City's right to either pay that money or not, and so in the end, they didn't. And he's staying for another year. It becomes more complicated next year. We'll touch on that later. Do want to hear from you though? Um, Talksport.com. Text eight ten eighty nine. Tweet TSH and J. Kim, who's working with us today, is big big City fan. He's not that fussed. We've just had a little bit of a no. chat about it off air. He wasn't particularly keen, not for that kind of money. He likes to play, but thought it was too much. So City fans, how do you feel about it? Wasted opportunity. The man that gets on the end of things that you've been lacking at times. Although, as Kim said, you still won the title and got to a Champions League yeah. final. Yeah. Yeah. Harry Kane thing well. really shows how social media has changed it completely, hasn't it? Because that sort of statement, you, you, you take that now, that is news, yeah. that is him coming directly from him. Whereas before, you know, he'd have had a club, full club, press conference say I'm staying you know and you all, all released well, it to one journalist in the evening standard or whatever it's really changed it it's come from him comes from his voice Nuno must be thrilled Paul it's interesting that it's come from him not from the club the club yeah. have not sent it's, it's not a kind of they're not triumphant about it because no. it, it was them just digging their heels in if the player clearly did want to go if the chance had come to go he wanted to go um, he must look at the start of the season out. as well and think something positive's happening here, you know, with the new management well, structure and set up a couple of good results. You, you sense with the Tottenham here with Luka Modric. We'll chat to um, Theo Delaney about it in a second, yeah. but uh, he dug his heels in and then in the end didn't get the move, stayed for another year, then went to Real Madrid. He'll, he'll probably realise that mm. all is not lost, Harry Kane. If he, if he still wants to go next year, but why sign the contract that he signed? That is probably the, the biggest issue. It reminds issue. me of when Steven Gerrard didn't go to Chelsea. Do you remember that? That was sort of went on for ages, didn't it? Went yeah. on for a lot. That he was definitely going. He was definitely going to move, and then he didn't go, and he stayed, and he sort of became this one club man who who, yeah. who built stuff around him. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talksport. Well, Harry Kane has decided to stay. Well, I say decided. Uh, he's, <laughs> he's not leaving Spurs. I mean, the semantics are important in the whole issue. Uh, Mark Donaldson's been in touch from ESPN, the Scottish football expert, of course, regular voice on the station. Uh, I went to see uh, Tottenham versus Hearts with Mark, his team. Ten years ago today, Harry Kane's debut, that was. Wow. So what an anniversary. Ten years on from that? his first game. Do you think Harry game. knew that or not? No idea. Uh, Theo Delaney joins us now. From, legacy tweet. From the Spurs <laughs> show. Hiya, Theo. Hello, gentlemen. So, I mean, that did come out of left field, didn't it? I think we all wondered what was going to be happening this week. And then suddenly, about 15 minutes ago, Harry Kane pops up on Twitter and says, yeah, I'm staying for the forthcoming season and I'll give it give it my all. So how are you feeling about that? I'm feeling great. I mean, it's turning out to be a someday. First of all, England take four wickets in the first <laughs> session of the Test match. And then, uh, and then this news, which, I, you know, it's fantastic news. It, you spend a couple of minutes taking it in, and then what you realise is it's very simple. Any team in the world is much, much better with Harry Kane in it, Tottenham or Manchester City or any other team. And we've got him now. It feels like a new signing in a way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I, I, I didn't feel that the chairman's valuation of the player was, was unfair. You know, he, he's a huge player. If you look at his stats last year, and City did look like the only sort of game in town, really. But they made a decision that they didn't think... 
he was worth that, maybe at his age and maybe with a bit of an iffy injury record, despite what he brings to a team in, in finishing and, and assists. But look, that's their prerogative as well. But I don't, I don't look at the chairman and think he was massively out of whack and he was asking an unreasonable figure when you look at some of the other business that's been done. Well, Daniel Levy is is often unpopular with Spurs fans, but I don't think there are many Spurs fans who don't think he's played this really well because he's just played it with a straight back. And he's just said, even with this so-called gentleman's agreement, you know, what that gentleman's agreement certainly never said was you can go at whatever price anyone fancies paying for yeah. you. Mm. But, you know, you've got to pay what the market value is. And I totally agree. I mean, this is a player, there aren't many of them in the world that will transform a team. And to be at the top scorer and the top assister mm. in the Premier League, the league that they play in, Manchester City, that, you know, that is gold dust. Yeah. And not only that, we all know they have pretty much limitless funds. That doesn't help their case either. So if Grealish is worth £100 million, there's absolutely no question that Kane is worth. He's got, he's got to have three or four good, good years left in him. He's a model professional, you know. He never even so much as glances at a pint of beer. You know, he's, a, he's absolutely mm. super fit, super professional. You get four years of, of mega assists and mega goals. Of course, he's worth 150 million. And and I feel the, the only, I feel slightly sorry for him because his advisors have, have made it so he hasn't played it as as well as uh, Levy has. But it's over now. I feel sorry for him that City have. If anyone's messed him around, it's been City. But as I say, it's over. It's great that he's done that. He's drawn a line underneath it. And he's, he wants because he's such a super professional. He wants to get on with. You know, scoring goals, breaking records, and and you know, it, suddenly you look at this Tottenham squad; it looks really useful. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah he looks like the sort of player he just wants. He just wants to play, doesn't he? Harry Kane just wants to play football. You speak of the gentleman's agreement. Do you think? Do you think there's his wording is that he's staying at Tottenham this summer? So do you yeah. think there's there's room in there for him to renegotiate a contract and put in a buyout clause further down the line? Hold on, you don't think he's. He's going to leave in the autumn, dear. <laughs> well, yeah, that's what I mean. When does summer finish? When do the clocks yeah. go back? <laughs> no, but a gentleman's think... agreement to leave in mid-October. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. He's here till Halloween. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, um, I, I think it is interesting that he said that because he's not ruling anything out. And, you know, because we all know he, he fancied moving. Why? Yeah. That doesn't change, really. And if someone, if someone comes in with 100 or 200 million in January... Then that's a different yeah. thing. Let alone, let alone at the end of the season. But one thing you know now is that he's gonna, he will now do what he does, which is be, he will be a proper professional. He'll give it everything, and he'll, um, and, and that's all you can ask of him at this moment. It's a very, you know, January moves very unusual. So it would appear, it would seem that mm. we've got him for the season, yeah. and he's going to have his head down. He's look, he's got his eye on the Tottenham scoring record. He's got his eye on the Premier scoring record. So. You know, I, I think it's reasons for an enormous uh, jubilation among Tottenham fans. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 it wasn't played particularly well by his connections, was it really? I, I don't think they got they got it right at all in the, in the way they managed it. And he felt he was a bit of a victim of that. But maybe yeah. the club thought, well, you know, you and your people, this is the way you want to approach it. We're not going to bail you out. You know, people, are, people can see how this is unfolding. And as you say, sure. you can't blame a player for wanting to go. We haven't won. Uh, well... A great deal slash anything for quite a long time, and you can understand yeah. a player at that quality wanting to go somewhere else. No one blames him for that. And had no. the hundred and fifty come in, I think most people would have said, 
fair play. You know, he's been brilliant for us. He stayed, uh, you know, look at someone like uh, uh, Rooney at Everton. He gave us more time than, than someone like Wayne Rooney did at Everton. He stayed yeah. when, when he could have gone. Yeah. And we would have said good luck to him. But as I say, the way it ultimately played out um, doesn't particularly reflect well on, not so much on him, but the people advising him. No, I think there was some naivety around the advice he was getting, and every, everyone knows that his, you know, his his agent is his brother, who's not one of those hard-nosed kind of Gareth Bale-style agents that, yeah. that really knows the game inside out. And you know, his first big mistake was 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 choosing was signing a two, uh, six-year contract with no release clause. So sure. what are you going to do? You know? Well, that that might. <laughs> He might look at his brother and go, maybe I do need mm. one of those big agents. That might yeah, be something that happens, Theo. So yeah, you look, finally, so. Theo, you look to next summer, uh, when this probably all kicks off again, Haaland's available yeah. with that buyout clause of around sort of £70 million. Pounds. Um, yeah. So City are obviously going to be interested mm. in him because he's, yeah. you know, younger, uh, et cetera, et cetera. Um, uh, so they're saying Manchester United could be in for Kane this time yeah. next year if Cavani uh, moves on. I mean... We're going to be here again, you would think, next year. Or, as Charlie was talking about the, the, the move that fell through for Gerard to Chelsea, maybe he does become that one-club man. Maybe the options close uh, and, and he stays at the club and beats Greaves' record and, and you know becomes yeah. a club legend, although he kind of is Absolutely. already, really. And remember, the thing that he said was most motivating him to go was the lack of trophies. But as I say, I mean, no, once the dust settles, everyone will look at this Tottenham squad and you look at the new additions. We've got Romero, who's the best defender in Serie A last year. We've got Brian Hill, who looks like a box of tricks. Plus, we've got all these players who are rejuvenated mm. by having a new manager who doesn't make them all depressed and, uh, you know, undermotivated. The manager started well. And you've got Harry Kane at the, the, the top of the... You know, top of the team leading. And suddenly, you know, who's, who's to say we won't make challenges for trophies this year? Interesting, Theo. We're there. It all pans out. Good to talk to you. Thanks a lot. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. George, you're a Tottenham fan. Good afternoon. 
Hey guys, how's it going? Yeah, yeah good, good thank you. So what's what's your reaction to this news? Well, I'm just buzzing, really. Um, people can say that he didn't want to stay, which is probably fair enough, but at the end of the day, he has stayed with us. And I think we all know that he's going to give 100% and hopefully buy us some silverware this year. And as um, Delaney said before, I can't really see why we won't win a, a trophy this year with the team we've got. It's all looking good. Six from six points from six, mm. why not? Have you? Uh, were you surprised at this? Uh, had you kind of written it off? Did you expect something to happen before the window closed? Um, I kind of thought it was getting too late. And if City, like what was their first offer? 75 mil, was it? Well, I, mean, I think I think in the I mean, end, it's all, it's all conjecture, isn't it? Yeah, I mean, again, we were hearing that they were prepared to go to about one, two, five, and you know, Pep was was pretty upfront about it. It's not as if they didn't feel there was a player they didn't want. They did want him. They said if Tottenham won't negotiate, there's nothing we can do about it. But he's a player we're interested in. But they had a valuation. Tottenham had a valuation, and, and they they couldn't meet it. But um, I mean, I don't think they're you know, 125 is not a shoddy valuation, but it's just not enough. For, for the chairman and based on the other business that's being done at the moment. No, exactly. I think um, Pep was a bit out of order coming out a couple of weeks ago saying that he fancied Kane, they like him. Well, he hasn't done that about anybody else, has he? It's, he was trying to prize him from us, but thankfully, um, for once, Daniel Levy's done the right thing and, and held true and hopefully we can have a good season from here. Where else do you think you need to strengthen, George? Uh, I think we need another centre-back and I think we need... Uh, an Ericsson-type midfielder, really. Yeah. Deli Alley's showing good things. Um, yeah, hopefully he can push on and we can see the Delhi of old. I've got me my dream team anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> That's normally the curse. Fine. Get him out of your dream team, he'll have a terrible season. Cheers, George. Thanks, George. All the best. Thanks Thank a lot. You. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast from Talk Sport. Well, in the 18 months since it looked as if uh, David Allen had hung up his gloves, the uh, the heavyweight has been training young fighters, managing yeah. a couple of fighters, but he's back in the ring. Oh, still he's, got it. Uh, yeah, he's still he's, got he's it. come back. He's here to tell us why. Hi, David. Hello, mate. How are you doing? Good, yeah. Nice Good to, to talk you. to you again. We th- we thought uh, we thought that was it from your point of view. What's what's taking you back to the ring again? Yeah, so dry, mate. To be honest, I was after the <laughs> side for uh, for for a while, you know, and I was twenty one stone happy at one point. After the retail, I was I was. Uh, I was out of it, and then I started managing fires, you know, and I, and I got a good sale of amateur boxers together. And uh, you know, the, with, the, with the time we're in, with the, the the pandemic we've been in, opportunities were scarce. So I thought, I thought the best way to get opportunities is, is probably me getting back in the ring uh, for the fighters I work with. And while 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 I was thinking that, I got back in the gym and I started enjoying it. And I thought, why not why not give it another go? And giving it another go doesn't mean chasing world titles or aspirations of being back on massive box office shows. He just was getting back in the ring, enjoying it and being and hopefully being successful even if it is at a lower level. Yeah, so you felt it was a kind of showcase for, for your young fighters that you could give them a platform if you were on the bill, you know, that would give them a bit more of a showcase. But it's you've got the bug again. Yeah, Friday night I'm on the bill and so are two of my fighters that I manage, you know. I'm very, mm. very proud to have them on the same bill as me. Yeah, obviously it's a, it's a little bit of a stress. I, I will be worrying. Uh before my fight about them, but it's great. It's great to take some opportunities, and you know, I always wanted to get involved in management. I manage all my fighters. I do it. I do it without taking a penny off any of them. I don't take any percentage off any of them as the manager or trainer. So, and I always wanted to do that. And the best way of doing it was me getting back in the ring and 
and I found love for it again. And I'm coming back at a much lower level. I passed all my medicals, all my licences, so it's safe, and, and I'm ready to uh, I'm ready to give it another go. No, well, you're only 29, aren't you, David? So you're not, you know, for a heavyweight, heavyweight, just coming into your prime, strength-wise. Yeah, I think I think you know there's, there's a few miles on the clock, but I think physically, physically, I'm feeling good. But more importantly, mentally, at 29, obviously been well documented. I've had lots of struggles over the years mm. with. With just me being me, really, I've always been a bit of a nuisance. I've been a nuisance to myself. Point in time now, twenty. My, my my life is my life is going well. Everything's everything's good. I'm I'm never been more sensible. Which oh, good. Is, it's just stress of my own mind. So, so yeah, I'm ready to give it another go. And like I said, I don't really have any aspirations of, of winning major titles. I just I just want to enjoy it and. And, and give back to boxing, give back to the to the ones that are coming through. You're fighting in Sheffield, uh, Italian opponent. What what can you tell us about him? Well, hopefully he's not that good. <laughs> <laughs> I love the honesty. Genuinely, do do you, you hope honest. that? Do you just want to get in there and get out, or do you enjoy the cut and thrust? I hope he's absolutely terrible. <laughs> I, uh, I, I'm, I'm my own manager, my own matchmaker. So if he beats me, I've only got myself to blame because I picked him. Mm. Um, but uh, but yeah, he's tall. He give me the rounds I need, and he's forward thinking. You know, I mean, I, I need to win Friday, but I need to uh, I need I need to do it incrementally. I need to step up. Need to step up slowly, fight by fight, and who knows where we'll end up. Yeah, tell us very quickly about your two your two fighters you're looking after. I've got Stevie Levy. She's a, she's a female bantamweight. She's three and zero. I started working with her in June. She, she, had, she had a win there, uh, June twenty fifth. He's got a full professional fight for I've got Levi Kintiona. He's seven and one. He's been with me a while, and he's not boxed for nearly two years. So it's great to it's great to have the opportunity to box again. And uh, I believe he'll be British champion in the next eighteen months. Brilliant. Yeah, it's Sheffield. You're on this Friday, is that right? Yeah, it's at Ponds Forge uh, in Sheffield. So uh, it's going to be it's going to be sold out. It's going to be packed out, and uh, I'm very grateful for everyone for everyone that's that, that's coming to watch. And I can't believe. I thought it'd be a quiet one. I didn't think I would be doing much media this week. I've never been as busy, so I'm very grateful to you at Talks and everyone else that is uh, that, that is interested and backing me for it. So I appreciate it very much. No, it's a, look, it's oh, a, it's man, a pleasure. I'll be honest, good, it's good to have you back because it looked like that was it. You'd had, you, you know, I think the last time you were on with Jim, you sounded like a bit of a broken man 18 months ago. You sound like you found your enthusiasm for it again. Yeah, I was, I was about to go on the... Uh, the celebrity dinner date dating scene on the TV. That was that was where I was. Editing, <laughs> you know? I was, I was editing reality TV, and I thought, no, there's, there's a little bit left before I go do that. So yeah, I'm going to the back. All the best, Good David. Man. Enjoy. I hope it goes well. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Charlie, you took in a game last night. I you did. did yeah, I went on spec. You went yeah. and watched QPR uh, Oxford. Yes, uh, and that means you're kind of at the mercy of who you sit with. It's yes. not your regular seat, is it? <laughs> yeah. So you found yourself in the company yeah. of some an, interesting an, an characters. An interesting couple of interesting characters who sit there all the time, you yeah. know. And I think they were what they were trying to do was work out if I was Oxford United right. or if I was QPR. And I said, no, I'm a Torquay fan. Yeah. I am a tourist. Because, you know, it's a bit annoying. Yeah. But then I, I did get told a lot of opinions through, throughout the game. One was, one was uh, like um, the tactics truck man, yeah. yeah? One was like a tactics truck guy who was like, oh, what? he's doing here just constantly not enjoy people they don't enjoy the game do they Paul no. they just sit there like trying to they've been on a course you know <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and like, they've done their FA 
one, the early you know, one, one, the one stage yeah. one or whatever, yeah. done their badges, and and they sit there going. Was on, you talking about the high playing press, the high it? press here? And then that's happened because he's dropped out of there and he's playing as a false ten, you know, yeah. whatever. And it's like, ah, oh, <laughs> mate, just watch the match. I'm a tall key fan. <laughs> I don't used care. To all this and what is happening jam. here? It's like, ah, oh, just yeah. just watch the match and enjoy. And the, the other match. one was giving you a running commentary of everybody <laughs> walked down the gangway, wasn't he? He was yes. telling you all their business. <laughs> See him over there. Yeah, that fella, he's a bit. And he was telling you, yeah, constant, just and not always broadcastable. No, what what was what was being said or anything? To be honest, that I wanted to sit next to. Yeah, uh, yeah. So that happens. Sometimes you tactics truck guy and and just running commentary. It used to be Radio Man, Paul, didn't it? Yeah, and you sort of didn't mind little little bobble hat Radio Man with going oh two older were two nil up. You know, yeah, yeah. That was all right, but Twitter's ruined that. Radio Man, my Radio Man, I had to move in him. He was called so called Backdoor because that's what he shouted before it. Backdoor for every set piece. (laughs) But Radio Man, he would sit there and when he wasn't getting any attention he'd go oh no and you'd think uh no you think arsenal have equalized or something like that and we'd say what what he'd say Clyde had just gone two one down, <laughs> so he was just doing it. So just he, like, oh, shut so, up, mate. so you'd ask him, shut up. Yeah, so anyway, um, radio those, man, those people you found yourself lumbered with uh, when you didn't have any choice on the seats. Talksport.com, text eight ten eighty nine, tweet to T S H and J, and get in touch on that. And also the other thing was Charlie, where, where, we, where the great Charlie Watts we yes. lost yesterday. What, from a, the what, a, what a brilliant, what a brilliant drummer, Paul. And, yeah, you know, based in jazz, like a lot of that era based in jazz because they all listen that's all the yeah. records they listen to growing up so they you know you learn from records don't you? a lot of the time with drummers especially and you know he started off as a banjo player didn't like the banjo took the head off it put the head of the banjo on a stand wow. and taught himself used it as a snare drum so, so so he, he learned from jazz records just a brilliant drummer just always played just what was required yeah. never showy very distinctive sound yeah. as well as a drummer. The other thing was, I didn't realise that he was he was a football fan. He was a Tottenham fan, mm, believe it fan. or not. Um, he loved his cricket and he would go with Mick to uh, to watch cricket. But yeah. uh, there was a little story A lot, lot of stories come out. A lot well, of stories have come out well, about him. This is the one I liked, which was... Uh, and so uh, only three Rolling Stones remain. Uh, this is from the Times. Um, uh, Charlie Watts, a man who apparently lost the ability to be starstruck at one concert, he had just concluded a lengthy half hour of politely chatting to some guest backstage and was irritated to be told it was time to go and do a meet and greet. I thought we just did that, he said. Not yet, said his manager. That was Bill Clinton. <laughs> Just so, thought it was some bloke who's yeah, having a nice chat. And I think we've all done that. We've all met yeah. someone and then you've walked away and someone's gone, do you know who that was? He invented penicillin. Yeah. You know, I don't, I mean, I'm not that old, but you know. <laughs> they did, uh, apparently did a video for uh, their new single in 1986. Oh, yeah. And uh, this was a Tottenham story. And uh, he was he was very grumpy, apparently, when they filmed this um Promotional video. I mean, he never looked like a barrel of laughs, did he? But, well, you know, it, yeah. he particularly grumpy this day because it was May 1986, and he wanted to go and watch uh, Glenn Hoddle's, uh, sorry, Ozzy Ardiles' testimonial oh. with Ozzy, Glenn Hoddle, and Maradona all playing in the same oh, team. Yeah, lovely. Yeah. And he thought it probably would be his only chance to see Maradona playing in a Tottenham shirt, as it ultimately yeah. was. Um, but yeah, he had he, to do the video. He was very, he was a bit upset with the fact that he had to do a promo video and couldn't go to that game. But yeah. I never knew of his. No, the fact he was a Spurs fan. But uh, that story you gave us there, Charlie. We thought we'd go with, uh, um, do you know who that was, didn't we? Do you know who that was? Yeah, just failing failing to recognise the stars. It always turns up a few corkers. As always, talksport.com, text 81089, tweet TSH&J. And Jordan is a City fan. He has phoned 
08717 223344. Um, and he wants to talk Harry Kane. Hi, Jordan. Hi, mate. Okay. Yeah, good. So, I mean, we're going to get a bit of a city reaction uh, to this later on, but I'm really interested to hear what you make of it because it was a player that your, your, your coach wanted and I'm sure it was a player that you wouldn't have said no to as a City fan. So how do you feel about the fact that it's certainly not going to happen this summer? I think I, I would have gone in for Kane before Grealish, I think my honest opinion. I think that, uh, I don't know whether Grealish fits our style of play as well as Kane. Kane drops into those holes, he links play. We're, we're stinking, we're screaming out for a striker as well, aren't we, to replace Aguero? So that's my opinion. I think that, Kane would have probably won us the Champions League this year or next year, whereas I don't know if Grealish has got that effect on the team. That's interesting, isn't it? I, mean, I, I, I wonder how many City fans feel yeah. like that. Because, he, look, it, as we were saying, just that man to get on the end of things. I know Harry Kane is more than that. You're right, he does drop, he does link the play. But he's pretty good at getting popping up in the right place and getting on the end of stuff. And I think he would have been fantastic for you. And, you know, I can't say take you on to the next level because you got to a Champions League final and you won your domestic mm. league. You can't do much more than that. You've got a very good team as it is. But you did kind of feel a bit like Lukaku at Chelsea. He was a, yeah. one of the missing pieces of the jigsaw, a player like that. There's been, game, there's been games where we've watched over the past few years, like that Leon one a few years ago in Champions League, where we had a lot of the ball, but it was a case we couldn't put the ball in the back of the net. Or Chelsea Champions League this year, where we didn't have a lot of the ball, and it's somebody who, who's that outlet who you keep him on the pitch, like Ronaldo, like those sort of players where they might score you a goal. I mean, one of my mates, Cheeseburger Dave, he thinks that Grealish is a better signing, but he's definitely, I don't think he's not anyway. <laughs> cheeseburger we've, got, we've got to ask. Got to ask is he, cheeseburger does he Dave. just like cheeseburgers or is it anything more sinister? Sort of than that? He, he once had a cheeseburger. Yeah, it's, from, it's that joke. It's that <laughs> For the joke, rest of his it's life. It's that joke we can't tell we about can't Joe. Tell it. <laughs> it's the one about Joe, isn't it? Yeah. You, yeah, you eat one cheeseburger, to paraphrase the gag. Is that what it was? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's, he's one of the biggest lads about. He's, uh, I think he's on 20, 25 stone, and he's, he's at every United game, so he's always giving us stick and stuff. But yeah, his, his opinion's quite irrelevant anyway. But, <laughs> yeah, I think uh, I think that for the price, anyway, I would have gone 120, 130 for Kane, and then if yeah. we do get Greece on the back end of it, then that's the case. But yeah. Well, I think he wanted 150. That was the sticking point. And, uh, you know, the, the chairman, he digs, he, he has a valuation, and he doesn't deviate from it. I think if, if City had been prepared to pay 150, they would have got him, yeah. but I mean, maybe. I mean, was he was he worth one fifty to you? It's not my money anyway. No, it's true. A lot, true. Of a, lot, a lot of fans come on, don't they? Say, "No, I won't spend this." It's not our money, is it? I mean, burn no. it up, oil money blues. That's what we are, aren't we? So <laughs> I think we would have, we would have personally. I, I would have just got the cake, got came side first, and then. I think that although Greenwich was that hundred, was it hundred million? Hundred million for yeah. the Champions League qu- qu- squad. I think if you offered Villa eighty-five, ninety million, they'd still they'd still have a look at it. Um, but we did offer that hundred million. That came to well, us. that was your yeah, buyout. That's, that's the difference with a buyout clause, John. When yeah. you've got a figure that that triggers that, it's a different game. But good to talk to you, mate. Thanks very much. That's Jordan, the City fan. There, there we are. and good Love afternoon, the cheese, the cheese, cheeseburger Dave. Dave. I'm sure uh, delights in that nickname. The Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. From Talk Sport. There we are. We do it all again tomorrow when we're joined uh, by Andy Jacobs and Jeff Peters for the birthday spread. Birthday spread. I believe we'll be chatting to Bob Mortimer and Paul Whitehouse. That's the best news I've heard all week. Yeah, because Gone Fishing's back on Sunday, so uh, we we'll look forward to chatting to them. And uh, anything else? To look at the producer. Anything else in tomorrow? Give me a sec.
Give me a second. He's just having there a look. What else we got in tomorrow? Unless, you know, this is an exclusive. Well, even we don't know. What we Ronaldo got. signs for Tottenham or something tomorrow. Yeah, Paul, could you know. be. It might slightly hijack it. So uh, the England squad. We got the England squad oh, announced. What a day! Yeah, so it's all happening tomorrow. Join us if you can. If not, podcast available at four thirty. You've been listening to the Hawksby and Jacobs Daily Podcast. Hear the guys every weekday between one and four p.m. on Talksport. Hey, it's Paige Desorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 